Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. everybody welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta and joining us as never is the star of the curtain jerks podcast the sister podcast of the sports 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 podcast oh, yeah. steven sears hey and, uh thanks a lot guys thanks for having me are you gonna introduce someone now uh, yes i'd like to introduce <laughs> the show yeah, yeah. It's, it's happening it's happening it should be noted the star scott narver second billing yes that's true yeah uh, so we decided because uh, Arrow has had the Flash on so many times, and the Flash uh, had, had Arrow on a bunch of times, it was very successful crossovers, that we would do a crossover episode. Yay! There we go, yeah. That is what is happening. So, Steve, do you know a lot about sports, or do you know little about sports? Uh, I guess you could say I'm a middle-of-the-road sports kind there of There we go. Yeah. So you're the mama bear, Joel's yeah. the papa bear, and I'm the baby bear. Yeah, yeah my porridge is too cold. Yep. Uh... Well, no. I mean, my porridge is scalding hot. Yes. Yeah. Phil's porridge is ice cold. Right. It's You're the only thing that's cool. I guess cool. that would make me the baby bear, guys. Does it? Yeah. Let's all oh, skip right. the podcast and reread <laughs> yeah. the bears that mauled the girl. Yeah. Uh, important analysis contained in that one. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I like reading Deadspin for the snide comments about sports when they come across my plate. That's oh. fair. Yeah. Yeah. You You want to talk like. You know, awful comments and flame wars. Uh, sports message boards are just full of juvenile bullshit. I, I'd love to wade in there and just sort of observe. Yeah, yeah. get your nose in there. Get it, make it dirty. Yeah, yeah. Just try there to was, avoid as many period, uh, bullets as I can. There was a period a few years back where I spent a lot of time on the ESPN message board no. of the Detroit Lions. I no, Joel, what? Arguing you had an opportunity to argue with people and uh, you took it? A hundred percent. Oh, surprise. But I, 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 have not, I have not been back in a very long time. I'm sure I that they really that. miss you, Joel. I imagine him putting Don't on his Detroit Lions snuggie yeah. and his beanie and like cracking his knuckles and booting up the old people. Yeah. You, sir, are an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, wasn't that. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. Okay, guys. Hot Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Hot this week. Johnny a Manziel, hot update, watch, update. Oh, yeah. So steamy. Johnny Manziel to start for Browns against undefeated Bengals. Whoa. Yeah. Subheadline, Bengals have a really solid shot to remain undefeated this week. Yeah. And they walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> that they, they do both. That's the Bengals, Phil. Yes. That would have been a pretty impressive career transition to go from 80s pop to, to professional football team. No, I'm just saying they're racist. They walk like <laughs> Egyptians in yeah. very offensive ways. Which is just Cincinnati a perfectly normal a, walk. Right. Cincinnati yeah. has a terrible heroin problem. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> you know why? Ain't shit to do in Cincinnati this is, but the hair on. This yeah. is what the, the lukewarm porridge is, is, that you didn't know that the Bengals were from Cincinnati, something I would not expect from Phil. That's true. Uh, but then you did decide to divert to important social commentary. I also think that the Bengals have the best helmets in the league. Oh, okay. I could see that. 
back to back to Johnny Manziel. Thank uh, you for accepting that gift Steve gave you and then passing. We have we have uh, we got a lot to get through, guys. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, combination of Josh McCown's injured ribs and the short week before a Thursday night game have forced Johnny Menzel into action. There we go. That's, That's why right. you got him. Johnny football starting a game again. Good. Uh, on the short week, we realized that Josh uh, just wasn't going to be able to get to the point where he could go. Browns coach Mike Patine said in a statement, Johnny worked very hard to prepare himself. He is excited about his opportunity, and we are all looking forward to the challenge, he continued, visibly fidgeting and playing with his pen Good. as he said this. That's a uh, tell. That's yeah. a tell. Yeah, I wouldn't play poker with that guy. Or would I? Yeah. Whoa, However, zing. I would play the William Tell or- Orchestra over top of that scene so that people could infer that it's a tell. I would play the William <laughs> Tell routine with him in which I would hold his wife and child at gunpoint so that he would then have to hold his wife at gunpoint to prove to me in competition that he is that good. Right. And then shoot an <laughs> apple off his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that a crossbow. Is, that is yep. what I was inferring. Yes, Chewbacca's crossbow. Star Wars. I'm excited about that, you guys. December okay. 18th. <laughs> back to Johnny Manziel. Okay, back guys. to Johnny Manziel. Come on. Uh, this is actually, and, and here's the thing. This is an interesting story because we are recording on Wednesday night. Yes. Uh, the, the Devil's game, night. Yeah, the game is going to be on Thursday night. Podcast is going to come out on Saturday morning. So people might now be listening to this and saying, Joel, you are a fool. Johnny Manziel was, in fact, brilliant in the game on Thursday night. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I think this is an, a great opportunity for each of us to throw in what do we think is going to happen in the game that will have already happened when this podcast comes out. All right. I think that Johnny Manziel's going to lose 17-14. to 14. Oh, oh, Steve, what do you think? Uh, I think he's going to get in the red zone. And it's going to get a little hairy, but he's going to pull it out right <laughs> before he drops the ball. Oh, boom. I think Johnny Manziel is actually going to throw a deep touchdown pass early in the second quarter, but then punch his girlfriend right afterwards and not be allowed to finish the game. Oh, but they have such a terrible relationship. They, they argue do. in cars. Guys, don't worry. The NFL isn't going to do shit about it. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Absolutely. See, he's not a sports outsider. He knows these things. He does. Yeah. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's put your man poops in a Manziel today. How supportive. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I like the new drop. The new drop is quite good. Yeah, what do we yeah. got on the podcast this week? Uh, well, we have uh, we have another uh, entry into our Better Know Your Mascot segment. Oh, yeah. I was uh, wondering. I saw uh, some sort of gr- gr- creepy crawly in the waiting room. That would be the UC Santa Cruz banana slug. Oh, ew. ew. Quinn Tarantino hates the nypd yeah, yeah. oh i saw because the pulp fiction shirt mm. oh yeah. yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> i understand sports yeah, i know sports film school there you go. Here, huh? yeah uh we also have derek jeter on the program he's yeah. back he's uh, back here to talk about he, he got married yeah, uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition Girl. Don't, oh, yeah. uh, do not mistake it for a Victoria's Secret Swimsuit Girl. Although Victoria's Secret does sell swimsuits this at a very true. reasonable price. Does true. Victoria's Secret sell, well, A, swimsorts? Swimsorts. Swimsuits. Do the sale swam sports. <laughs> 
Hey, does Victoria's Secret sell ceram swords here? Hey, I got a calendar that came in the mirror, and I just want to make sure that if I'm going to get things in the mirror, that I'm going to be able to buy them any way I need to. I know that the sale says that it's on panties, but I just want swam swart bottoms. I just also want to make sure that women actually look like this, because I've seen a beautiful lady, but I've never seen a beautiful lady like in the pages of the Victoria's Secret catalog. Photoshop my lip hair! <laughs> That was delightful. But uh, yeah, so he's marrying. Yeah, so he's, or he's marrying. marrying a, is he marrying or married? He's, uh, married. He's married. already married. Good for him. Yeah. No pre-marriage jitters. Now it's just marriage yeah, yeah. judders. Right. <laughs> Full of judders. It's what they call the other 30 years. Yeah, yeah. marriage judders. Uh, and let's see. Do we have... Uh, oh, well, we we got to get out here in a second. Um, God, what is the name of that last segment? You know it. You know Steve? I what? think I know. What what is the other segment that we usually do in the show? Oh well, uh, is it the weird wide world of weird sports? You're nope. right. <laughs> no, nope. he's not correct. It's that the is wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right. Uh, we do. Goddamn you right only killed is. 25 seconds I that know. time and I'm lost half our viewership. It you down piece of shit. Each time. You piece and of shit. News, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. news. Ha! Uh, Kansas City Royals win World Series. Oh, uh, they were Royals. Yeah. Lord was wrong. Subheadline. Purple. Bagels still way better in New York, say bitter Mets fans. Yeah, wow. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, hey, hold on to what you can, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Take your World Series. We don't need World Series rings because our fingers are enclosed by delicious, delicious, fresh-made bagels. Right around the throat of international commerce. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I bet they have an Einstein's bagels there, Kansas City somewhere. (laughs) Maybe a Panera. Yeah. Those are decent bagels, oh. Phil, but they're not New York bagels. You know, right. hey, like w- Noah's bagels? Yeah. yeah. Classic <laughs> New York Noah's bagels. We make them with dirty water. That's why they <laughs> taste so good. Uh, that's right. 30 years to the month after the Royals' first and only World Series won, they won their second, completing a 4-1 series win uh, in extra innings on Sunday over the New York Mets. That's impressive. Yay. Why aren't you excited? There was lots of people in my Facebook feed who seemed to really be Royals fans all of a sudden. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like bullshit. No. Uh, I mean, the Royals are in the same division as the Tigers, and now that they've won, it's a little depressing because, you know, like now now we had a real shot at it, and we didn't. And now the Royals did, and it's just sort of like, it's like when, you know, you you try to get something, and then you fail, and then your brother gets it, and you're just like, oh, fuck. Joel, you'll lose your virginity someday, man. <laughs> One of these... What are these, these days, days uh, to my brother's ex-girlfriend? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, probably. Or my ex-girlfriend that my brother banged. That's the That's one. The one. That's now the one. Now your brother's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. yeah that uh, was a rough time. Yeah. Absolutely. She's a good girl. Uh, the Royals were actually trailing 2 nothing as they entered the ninth inning with the Mets star pitcher Matt Harvey on the mound and red hot. They managed to rally to tie the game and won it in the 11th. Really? It was uh, extra innings? Extra innings. As Whoa. was game one, which I want to say went 14 innings. Wow. Uh, but you wouldn't know because of Fox's TV problems. Oh. Or until, you know, the Wait, game what? came back on. I missed that. Fox, Fox dropped the feed in game one a couple of times. Really? I was actually, I was at, at, at a bar and I saw that happen. I was like, ooh. Did they mark it as an unforced error when they dropped the feed? No. Was it marked as an unforced error? 
Well, that's a tennis term. Give, it's oh, just really? an error in tennis. God damn it. Hey, okay. You know, I think it felt right. Same shape. Ball. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. close. No. Hey, no, for Phil, damn close. I felt good damn about close. that one. We're I was pretty confident on that one. Uh, and it is interesting. This is like the real Back to the Future team. Now, we had talked about the Cubs being the hypothetical winners in 2015. Put some money on the Cubbies. Sure. Yeah, but now uh, Back to the Future originally comes out July of 1985. In October of 1985, Royals win the World Series. And now here we are, 30 years later, at the supposed you know date when Marty goes to in Back to the Future for the Future, and the Royals win again. Marty, we gotta go back in the woods to win Marty, Marty, huh? Yeah. That so was, that uh, was Doc Brown, Doctor Emmett Brown. I don't know if anybody's that interested by that, but I thought it was a quirky little fact, you know. I guess it's a little too late for my rape apologist Biff Tannen joke, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, right. keep rape apologist in mind for this next bit. What a segue! Kobe Bryant says he sucks. Wait, what? <laughs> Subheadline: We already knew that. Oh wait, do you mean specifically at basketball? Because that would be new. Yeah, he sucks yeah. the person, is what you're saying. Now, see, the segue worked because Kobe Bryant raped someone right well at least one person we know about possibly more statutory uh no no his oh. was a his was oh. just a rape rape never yeah. mind that's uh, uh, well either way is bad but shamed dude. into dropping charges and he had a statement afterwards that made it pretty clear that he uh, he, he, did, he definitely raped her uh. sounds like he should be playing for the clippers oh sterling but he's not uh. sounds like he should be playing in prison but he's not <laughs> he's out walking around you know why He's got the Skrilla. He's got a little cash. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little lettuce in his fingers. Indeed he does. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are off to an 0-4 start this season and playing pretty lousy basketball. And in the midst of this, Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba, in his final year in the league, continues to struggle coming off of an Achilles tendon tear in two straight injury-laden years. Oof. Uh, and after the loss to the Ma- Mavericks on Sunday night, Kobe said he was playing like shit and that he freaking sucks right now and he's the 200th best player in the league. 200th? Jeez, 200th. I didn't know he was playing ball in junior high. Oh! <laughs> Here's why this is especially awkward. He said that in the Lakers' locker room. And uh. I think almost anyone could say objectively that Kobe Bryant's probably the best player in the Lakers. Oh, that's tough. So, yeah, think about the other people when you say that. Well, maybe someone stole his silver chair CD. <laughs> Because he's in junior high. Yeah. Boom. You wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that is something. But what, what we have on now, uh, we're bringing on our Lakers super fan Whoa. to talk a little bit about how uh, they're adjusting to this Lakers season. So we're going to bring in now Rex Dexaran, Lakers super fan. Hey, is this the mic? Hey, Rex, how's it going? Oh, hey, yeah, I'm super jazzed about the Lakers, yeah. man. Yeah, Lakers, I bleed gold and purple. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because the Lakers are the number one team in the entire universe. That's great. Sans uh, none. Yeah, so how are you adjusting to the, the 0-4 start to the season? What, what did you say the score? The Lakers are 0-4 to start the season. They don't look very good. I'll see you in 365 days. Okay, Lakers superfan. Okay, joining us now in the podcast for the next in our Better Know Your Mascot segment is the UC Santa Cruz Banana Slug. Yeah, Sammy the Banana Slug. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Quite good, guys. Thank you for having me on your show today. Oh, All you're right. so little. It's so cute seeing you next to the big microphone. Don't yeah. touch my eyes. <laughs> we no, will I, not. I imagine that must be very painful to have your eyes touched by giants. Yes, they recede slowly and then slowly return. 
Okay. I believe it. Just be a little careful. We we did eat lunch just before this. There is, in fact, a shaker of salt just about a foot to your right there. Yeah. So well, don't worry. I'm not going to kill myself. That's good. That's good. Well, we, we got burgers from Margaritaville, so uh, we found the lost shaker of salt. Yeah. I think that Which sounds... means your burgers are free. So, yeah. yeah. I'm unaware of that. All right. Okay, great. Well, it must be really exciting for you, Sammy the Banana Slug, to it have is. an entire very, team rallying behind it's you. very exciting. I would order a veggie burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you went to Margarita. slugs eat plants. Yeah. No, because I go to UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I that makes sense. It's a lot of hit. well. It must. How do you? How are you received when you go to the campus? It must be a very yeah, exciting. I once got a squeeze job from a girl from college number nine on the UC Santa Cruz campus. Oh, a squeeze job. What does that look like for <laughs> yeah. banana slug? Makes my eyes very big. I can imagine. <laughs> it's, did you make sure to tell her not to touch your eyes and to wash her hands from? I did up? not, and okay. she did. Okay, oh, wow. good. Well, that Probably must be fun. A lot like a hand yeah. job, as you think about it. A squeeze job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could just start calling them all squeeze jobs. I guess you could, depending on how flaccid you are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so you must, you're doing well with the ladies? At it's college. <laughs> sure. Sure. I'm a bit of a minor celebrity as the mascot, Sammy. <laughs> right, Absolutely. right. But, the but banana slug. There's, uh, uh, there's... These glasses are not for show. I need them for reading and for computer usage. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, uh, well, I imagine, though, it's weird to hear that you're something of a ladies' man. You've been the mascot for a long time. Most yeah. people have left college after four years. You've been there a while. Well, the UC Santa Cruz Alumni Association is not a bunch of jerks. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. He said not a bunch of jerks. Oh. Yeah. I thought he said snot a bunch of jerks. <laughs> that would be a good way to burn them. Yeah. So could you say that you've been. They are a good group of people. Oh, There's okay. no need to rebrand me or the sports teams. Yeah. Sure. However, so... we're not taking major donations either and changing the names of famous college buildings to that of the wealthy donors. Sure. <laughs> None of that. You know what's funny? It's a hot button issue for several UC campuses. <laughs> Not for UC Santa Cruz, however. No. But yeah. I wouldn't care about that because I'm getting a squeeze job. Sure. <laughs> so with all your popularity with the ladies, is it safe to say you've been leaving snail trails all over campus? No, but they are. Oh! <laughs> that sounds... Zing! I, but speaking of going all over campus, you're a very small slug. I imagine that it's a big campus. I imagine it must take you a very long time to get places. Well, the UC Santa Cruz campus has a Uber-like service with a golf cart. Ooh, well, we, we make go. sure to screen our drivers so that they are not perpetrators of sexual assault or other violent <laughs> crimes that may be dangerous for anyone using the service. That's good. Have you ever been sexually assaulted by an Uber driver? Well, I wouldn't say assaulted if it was completely acceptable on my part. Sure, <laughs> sure. It was and a I consensual imagine... sexual encounter yes, with the Uber driver. Yes, it was a backseat squeeze job. <laughs> how does, and I don't mean to be offensive here, but how do people look at a banana slug and think, I'm going to give sexual favors to, to, to you? I don't know. It's it's looking, well, when you say it like right that, now. you make it sound like it's completely unsolicited. First of all, you have to be able to have a conversation and make them feel comfortable and let them both know what your sexual boundaries are. And when I say okay. both of them, that means that all three people involved are going to be cool with Wait, it. three you, people you involved? Two people to do a squeeze job? A two-hander. <laughs> there we go. Well, you are the size of a banana, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, ab absolutely. Hey, uh, i got to be honest. Phil, do you, do you want to give him a squeeze job right now? I mean... 
he's a slug. I guess it's not really cheating. Gentlemen, it's... please, why are you talking about it while I'm in the room as if I'm not here? That's well, exactly what I'm talking about. Would you, would... you need to have make sure that it's a consensual squeeze job. Would... If you're just deciding that it isn't consensual, that's one of the major issues on a college campuses, oh, let true. alone the growing and development of young boys all over the place, he... is that people owe them sexual favors without having a dialogue about it at first. I was just checking in with Phil. I, I wouldn't... De- do you want a squeeze, squeeze job? job? Well, if I'm comfortable with it and you're comfortable with it, let's party. All right, All right cool. Well, that. thank you so much for coming. There, we got a good. Oh, 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 that was fast. God, that was. Oh God! Wow. Oh, well, oh, I'm gonna have to wash these snail trails off of the board. But worth it. Worth, worth it. Okay, joining us now on the podcast is a guest we've had on a few times, former Yankees shortstop, probable Hall of Famer, Derek Jeter. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Derek, uh, we are happy to have you on. Congratulations! I'm in the news again. Dude, you got married! Yes, I got married to someone who I call uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Model number five. (laughs) What's her name? Uh, Her name? Yeah. Five? I just call her five. Yeah. All right. Not five total. The fifth Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition girl. Oh, we know. Yeah. Uh, oh, but... she knows. Okay, it's you don't you honestly don't know her name. Uh, five. <laughs> she she comes when I yell five. I think when he's... she's out playing in the backyard, I'll just yell five, and she'll run to the door. I think yeah. he's probably established that with her, and they have some sort of sure. Oh, there's... it was a beautiful ceremony. Oh, oh was it? It yeah. was. Yes. The priest said, "Do you five? Take this man's herpes to be your lawfully wedded herpes, to have, to itch, to ooze into pus, <laughs> until death do you part. That is straightforward. I think. That, that is. That is very straightforward. What a, I wrote those. <laughs> I made sure to give him that script beforehand. Now, what did touching have, vows. Yeah. Did you, what was your food options? Did you have like a vegetarian option? Like what kind of food? We made it very thematic. Okay. Okay. Yep. For her, she had little cupcakes that looked like bikinis. Oh, okay. All right. And for me, I had cream puffs that oozed out of the top. Wow. The top cup was covered with jelly. I'm sorry. And when you squeeze them, little white I, ooze I falls out. I think I saw a picture of those. You also had like a crispy pr- prosciutto crust on those. Too. I did. Yeah. Yes, it was. Those were made. Prosciutto crust on like eclairs or cream yeah. puffs. Well, it's that's... just that's kind of food fusion stuff where it's a little bit of salty uh, and sweet savory. And, salty, yeah. 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 and then instead of having after dinner mitts, it was just Veltrax. Oh. So uh, the theme of your wedding was innocence and herpes. I guess that's a good way to put it, yes. I mean, that's okay. Like duality. all true love is. That's the duality of man right there. That yeah. is a juxtaposition. Yeah. And herpes. Uh, I needed to find a woman who would accept my herpes for what they are. Yeah. One who would talk to my herpes when they were sad. And once you found her, you didn't bother learning her name. Five? I did. <laughs> like, again... I'm pretty sure it's probably not technically five. I think Joel, it's Hannah Davis. Joel, he's got a classification system. Okay, you know? that's. I mean, I'm, I hear that. It just seems like a little dehumanizing. Do you know what kind of taxonomy I've had to have in order to keep track of all the people who I gave herpes to? I feel like I, I don't want to know this, but, is it but like we're a in an interview. So. It is. Well, yeah. what I do is uh, it starts with the 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 most famous publication, movie, or television show they've been in. Okay. So, for example, Law and Order number 12. 
She was the last woman I slept with before Sports Illustrated 5. You had you had 12 different people who've been in Law & Order who slept with you? Well, I count SVU and Law & Order as oh, all one you're, show. You're counting people from the show. You're not talking about seasons. Uh, right. I'm not talking about seasons. Because then no. it would be Law & Order 6, 12. Right, exactly. Okay. And frankly, that would just be too many numbers. Yes. Way too many numbers. Ridiculous. Mariska Hargitay is quite a panther in the sack. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, okay. She would break you in half. Sir. She did. <laughs> so what? Bless her heart. What then did that make Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson? Well, I just saw the movie Her. <laughs> so, I called her Her number six. Her six. Yep. You had sex with five people from the movie Her yeah. before Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix is quite a panther in the sack. He would break you in half. He Boy, did. I wonder, wonder if he gets a sore right on his repaired... Uh, cleft lip? Yeah. Oh, it's you can fit salad. that. You can fit right in there. Yeah. Can um, fit right in that gap. Well, the thing is, though, you, you probably now you're a married man. I assume that you're probably going to be settling down. Oh, there. I'm going to have to slow it down. You're going to have to retire the taxonomy system in its entirety. I am, yes. Well, at this time in somebody's life, they have to let their herpes go run out in the field a little bit. You know, put it out to pasture. I just let them grow now. Ooh. So you. Yep. I don't put medicine on them. I don't take pills. I just let them spread. So is that what that bundle of grapes is that you have hanging out of your mouth? Yes, uh, that right? is. That is straight herpes. Uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan is here. No, no. he's not. Nope. Uh, I would he's have not. told him to back up, but he's not sitting there. So right, okay. that's true. That's empty, true. Empty seat. Use Maybe that as a buffer. Joel. He's not here. It's good that my herpes live out their days happy, though. You, you can't hold them back forever. Looking kind of gross. Uh, so. This is what being married is, Joel. I feel like most being people... Being married means that you can look gross and let all of your diseases slowly overcome your body. Uh, speaking of which, how's your uh, post-wedding judders? Oh, my <laughs> post-wedding judders? Yeah. You know what? Post-wedding, they're great. Sometimes I'll see a naked woman in my bed and think, man, back in the day, right? But have to steer clear from all of that because... If my wife sees another woman with my herpes and she can identify him, five will be pretty mad. <laughs> pretty, pretty mad. Yeah, they've got a personality all of their own. <laughs> they, they, of course they I, do. I they started a colony. They're, well, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, all of the, all of the herpes all come together one day a year and celebrate the festival of their being. Do they play baseball? They do. They play baseball. They all they all get their mitts out. They they swing at the balls. Are you saying your herpes has a family reunion once a year? They do. Once a year, they'll leave the bodies that they're on and go crawling across America. Oh, that makes sense. So next to that tiny little bundle of grapes, I, it seems like there's a tiny little homemade uh, championship trophy. There is who's, my herpes. Who's taking it the this original year? patient zero herpes is well, they're the ones that won the the match last year. Oh. Very enthralling. I'm. I could not be more disgusted by by the thought of family. Park disgusts me. It's mine is shattered, yeah. and the, the thought of his growing and making a family for himself just makes I, me feel but alone. I must, I'm sorry that you don't alone. have the kind it's of just, love that my herpes has for each other. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this being a, a like a, a, a wholesome thing. I feel like most people get married and they want to start a family. It sounds like you're just cultivating your herpes. Right? Do you, have you met my mouth herpes yet? They're I, named George. You named your mouth herpes. Yep, that's George. I remember the name of all of my herpes. <laughs> I name every single one of them, and I remember the names of all of them. My look. Wow. Just, Five loves it when I do that trick. <laughs> I really, 
really wish you would remember her name. It would make me feel better as a person, Derek. It makes George happy to know that I don't remember her name. Yes, you have named the herpes, and you yep. cannot remember the name of your wife. Yes. Does Steinbrenner still own your team? No, he's dead. Oh, wow. Well, Thanks his... for bringing that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is... Thanks for bringing up Yankees owner number eight. I apologize. <laughs> oh, my God. What a scoop. Yeah. That, I mean, his his son, Hal Steinbrenner, is running the team. Uh, ah, so nine. The Steinbrenner you're referring to, though. From The, from the, from the Simpsons? From yeah. Seinfeld? From Seinfeld, yeah. Oh. yeah. He's dead. Okay. Well, thanks for bringing a dark cloud on my wedding uh, aftermath. <laughs> the afterglow? Yep, the yeah. afterglow. You know what? I really should let my herpes out to pee for a little while. I... Uh, I'm just going to sit here in the studio and try not to think about that happening. Do you mind if I use your backyard? Uh, I, I feel like I do, but I don't know that. All right. Come on, George. Come on. Let's go, buddy. That was disgusting. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U.co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post so make sure to sign up through sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, Bikram Yoga. Oh, oh. I've heard of this. It sounds like the worst thing that's ever happened. That's correct. Very expensive, very sexual, yeah. very harassable, yes. very litigious. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. You pay a lot of money so that you can be really hot and then stretch. Yeah, well, everybody... Pays money to be hot. And also, don't forget about the showcase of butts. Yeah. Ooh. People okay. bend over well, with their yoga pants and their I butts have, are all I have considered taking yoga just as a way to meet women. Like, I'm sorry for those women. Not, not, yeah, I'm, not in a creepy I'm way. I'm sorry for their like, loss. Yeah. <laughs> there'd be a lot of sort of hippie women who I would get along with. You think We'd so? see eye to eye. I'm yeah, maybe. but would they get know. along with you? I don't know. All I would right. take the class and find out. They probably have crazy sex. Oh my! Oh my god! Also, it would probably, probably be good <laughs> they for got my a mirror and it's steaming. <laughs> Turn up the heat and put the sage in the mister because <laughs> it smells good in here and I'm sweating. <laughs> Bikram yoga is a system of yoga that Bikram Chowdhury synthesized from traditional hatha yoga techniques and popularized beginning in the early 70s. Was that hot, hot, hot yoga? Child's pose. Child's pose. I'm exhausted. Child's pose. All Bikram yoga beginning series classes run for 90 minutes and consist of the same series of 26 postures, including two breathing exercises. Hmm. Hmm. Only, only two breathing exercises? Are you not allowed to breathe the rest of it? No. So you have to hold your breath while yeah, it's all the rest hot of and steamy underwater, Joel. Oh, yeah, wow. actually, that's I, I when could, they all I pass out. For that. No. Bikram yoga is ideally practiced in a room heated to forty degrees Celsius, which is one hundred and four Fahrenheit. Motherfuck, too hot with a humidity of forty percent. Motherfuck, oh, yeah. child's fever, sweaty brow. Yep, that's the two of the poses: child's fever and sweaty so brow. So it's a it's a forty forty thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Uh, the official Bikram classes are taught by Bikram certified teachers who have completed nine weeks of training endorsed by Choudhury. A.K.A. jerks. Yep. <laughs> Bikram certified teachers are taught a standardized dialogue during the class, but are encouraged to develop their teaching skills the longer they teach. A.K.A. mumbo jumbo. Yep. Yeah. The so- result is varying deliveries and distinct teaching styles. Yes, but they all pay money in at the beginning. Yes. It's one of those systems where it's like, we're not really teaching you anything, but you still got to shell out. Oh, you mean the Greek system? <laughs> Greek? <laughs> oh, don't tell the Pan-Hellenic Council. Whoa! <laughs> controversy! Oh, I'm skipping past the actual yoga parts because the controversy yeah, is way more. let's do that. Uh, so a, a controversial component of Bikram yoga pertains to the prevalence of yoga asana championships regionally and nationally while practitioners of other forms of yoga maintain that competition contradicts the idea of peace and unity chowdhury contends competition is the foundation of all democratic societies for without competition there is no democracy yeah i think it has no place in politics whatsoever besides (laughs) maybe doing a little warm-up before you step on stage to debate i agree I agree. I would. I mean, hey, what if the next Republican debate takes place entirely within a Bikram yoga class? Uh, <laughs> sign me up. Now yeah. we're talking. Chris Christie would sweat even more. Oh, my God. More than when he's being bombarded with the facts. Right. Oh. Uh, so that was controversy number one. They thought that that was important right. enough to be the first one. That was like a very American response. Right. And I feel like what people like about yoga is how not American it is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's about adopting it to make it your own spiritual therapy sure by yeah. completely disregarding the original principles of what makes it special yeah. in the first place which yeah. is so you have to assume the other two are probably less important because that was the headline one right yeah. so the second one copyright claims on bikram yoga Ugh. Uh, we, live, we, butts. we live in a world where people came up with an incredibly hot overly humid way to stretch and now people are arguing over over who actually came up. Well, with listen, Chowdhury has claimed over who gets to change men. I for don't yeah. understand the world anymore. Chowdhury has claimed that Bikram yoga is under copyright and that it could not be taught or presented by anyone whom he had not authorized. He began making these claims in 2011. He started a lawsuit against Yoga to the People, a competing yoga studio founded by former student of Chowdhury's and with a location near one of Berkram Logo's studios in New York. Uh, can, you copyright, yeah, can you copyright yoga? That's what he's stating. 2011. Uh, get real, India. <laughs> so those were two pretty bad ones, right? Yeah. The third controversy, they buried it a little bit, sexual assault. Oh. Yep. Two lawsuits securing chowdery of rape were filed in May 2013, in which a Jane Doe alleges sexual battery, false imprisonment, discrimination, harassment, and other counts uh, in addition to the rape allegation. It describes a cult-like atmosphere where chowdery followers help him find young women to assault. Other persons in defendant Bikram Chowdhury's inner circle were aware of defendant Bikram Chowdhury's pattern of, and practice of causing, inducing, and persuading young women to enroll in teacher training classes and become yoga instructors only so he can sexually assault and or rape them, the lawsuit claims. Showcase of butts, not buffet of butts. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Showcase. They're on display, not, not for to be touched. Yes. And in fairness, it should be said that they probably weren't finding women for him to assault. Yes, I've actually, probably, that's exactly what they're uh, saying. Joel, 
don't cut me off before I finish. Okay. These suits paint a cult-like atmosphere at the training camps. Trainees were allegedly told that Chowdhury is on the same level as Jesus, Jesus Christ or the Buddha, that Bikram Yoga can cure cancer, and that practitioners were able to live to 100 years old. Right. Yep. I, I mean, presumably they were trying just to find women to have sex with him. Trainees and were bullied he's... and humiliated, as well as praised, the suits say. And Chowdhury allegedly gave lectures in which he disparaged gays, Americans, and made ethnic slurs. Well, I think that's my point, is he's a terrible person. Yeah. Uh, I think they were finding people for him to do whatever he wanted. Jane Doe, too, claims that Chowdhury wasn't under the auspices of, I think you're going to get lucky. I'm I'm finding you things to be victimized. I want to win Joel over with facts. Because (laughs) before he starts arguing. There's no disputing the facts here. I'm not disputing facts. Jane Doe, too, claims that Chowdhury recruits volunteers from overseas who are so in fear of defendant Berkram Chowdhury's wrath that they travel to the U.S. and risk violating immigration laws in order to serve him. Once in the U.S., these volunteers work for little or zero pay. Their duties include grooming him, massaging him, and making him tea, bringing him food, and being forced to submit to sexual assaults and rapes against their will. Oh, well, who doesn't do that? I feel like we all have, you know, a whole bunch of people that we've taken in from another country and... Yes. Those are called stuffed animals, and that's why you push them off your bed every night. And uh, that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings to the end another sports, sports, sports podcast. Uh, now to give us our Jesus, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> no. I, I started to say my name is Joel Anderson, and I, I yeah. was gonna, I was going to go into the intro. No, that's you, what I this is when do. we give people. Our contact information. That is what's coming up right now. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. That's SoundCloud.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. We get it. You listen on iTunes. But please check out SoundCloud. It's really convenient. You can have an app. You can listen. You can stream. It's kind of nice. Uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. Steve, what are you going to pitch for yourself? Uh, I'd like to let everybody know that there's an exciting new episode of Curtain Jerks coming up this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what 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 are we gonna hear? Uh the top twenty five wrestlers of all time. What? Oh, That's so shit. SEO friendly, people can't not <laughs> click on it. Impossible to ignore. Yes. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Did it sound like I was defending the yoga guy? Yeah, a you were defending a rapist. Yeah. Yeah. I that would was say not... that it sounds exactly like you were defending the yoga guy. Because that's oh, not what no. I was doing. No, Sammy, Sammy is uh, uh, he's an advocate of... Consensual, consensual. and pleasurable sex. Because <laughs> yeah. if consensual sex is our baseline, what are we even achieving? That's true. That's a fair point. Quick Just question. intercourse, no climax. Sammy, right. uh, have you ever... Have you ever been assaulted by Bikram Chowdhury? Of course. I'm part of the college community. I've been assaulted more times than anyone can possibly imagine. Wait, but if a slug gets assaulted, don't you die? (laughs) Lights off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.